0: Figure.
1: Welcome to the 7 Figure Salon Podcast. I'm your host, Helena Gibson, founder of Strut Hair Solutions and creator of the 7 Figure Salon Academy. If you are new to this show, this is where we give you tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you to build a strong foundation for your beauty business. With me today for episode 24 is Kayla Gokin, our store manager for our Salon and Beach location. Hello, Kayla. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so that was a challenge getting me set up this morning, right? <laughs> okay. We'll get it one day, you know. We'll, we'll get, get it, it one day. Well, I decided to move into my office because I feel like the um, the lighting is better in here. It is better. You look great. Thanks. I just have no background, so that will be my project when I come back from Fresno is to decorate my wall. There you go. That so looks yes. like yours. Do you have a cat on your wall? (laughs) No, and nor (laughs) shall I. Yeah, no, no cat on the wall, but your cat's pretty cute. So I can see why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this week we are going to talk about pricing because I feel like that's super uber important. And I don't think that enough salon owners, business owners give any time to their pricing. So I was looking up some statistics and eight out of 10 salons, their businesses are failing right now. And that's from September of 2020, eight out of 10. So in my opinion, they don't, I don't think most businesses spend time on where their pricing comes from. And as you know, in our staff meetings, especially since I introduced the consultation fees, We spend a lot of time drilling down on pricing and customers' reactions to it and so forth. So today, I thought I would share three tips that I use when I'm picking pricing for either services that we offer in the store or products that we're offering. Great. Okay. All right. Cool. So the first one is price skimming, which is a strategy that involves charging a a higher price when a product is new. Because what you're trying to do is skim all the people that will pay that premium price. Okay, so think about that with like keratin treatments, hair treatments. So I had my first one like 12 years ago because I had like totally gross frizzy hair, especially living by the water, right? Frizzes out. So when I first did my first Brazilian treatment, I think I paid like $350 because of the length of my hair. But now they're like $100. Did you guys do that in Chicago, right? You guys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad
0: that you said that because the length of your hair, because you should be charged more because you have more hair.
1: People, Well, just like the wig you colored last night, right? And we were just talking about how much time that took. Yep. That's huge. (laughs) And it's the same thing with extensions. Like right now, hand tied hair extensions are a huge thing. They're getting a premium price Well, hand tied hair extensions have been around in the ethnic market for the last 20 years. I mean, as long as I can remember it, but because it's new into this market, great links hair extensions.
0: Did you guys ever do those at your salon? Mm -mm.
1: So when I first started and first moved to San Diego, I literally could get $3,000 a head. Yeah. Uh, 3,000, which now (laughs) it's down to three to $6 a strand. Where every right. client, you know, they're, I don't know, they, they just won't pay it now. So the goal with price skimming is to get the maximum amount of, from clients who are willing to pay for the product sooner and have it first. And then later, then they start following off. There's market saturation. And eventually, right. like the hand tied will come down, keratin came down, like jail nails. I think I paid like $60 for gel nails like eight years ago. I remember one of our clients in Fresno was doing them. I went to her place and she literally charged me like 60 bucks for gel. Yeah. But it, it was, was just new. gel,
0: like no, like acrylic or like, just
1: gel. oh, like just gotcha. Gel. Just nice. gel. But it sounded awesome. They are awesome. They are awesome, but they're not $60 awesome. So mm-hmm. point is number one price. Skimming, what can you bring in that's new that you just ride the wave like everybody else just for that short time? And then it, of course it goes down. Second one is image pricing, which would be kind of prestige. Prestige pricing is another thing. Think of our Robert Croman Salon, which is right, I think like what, a block from your house. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So customers value the image so Robert Cromans, yes, Robert Cromans is a celebrity hairdresser. So if you go get a haircut there, I would assume it's probably three to $600, where if you go to one of the salons just right here on the corner, it's not a super cut, but there's no prestige. Nobody knows really who that is. So that's another way that you can up the pricing. And that's one of the only ones where the price is actually based on Opinion versus actual cost.
0: True. Even though the stylists that work there are getting the training by that person. Yes. You know? Yes,
1: absolutely. So image salon or yeah, image pricing would be something where it's just based just purely on opinion. So that's that one. And then number three which is my absolute favorite. And I call this losing the battle, but you win the war. And that is Walmart, Target, Marshalls. They offer in bulk, huge discounts. But when we first get the products, we can almost do the same thing with the pricing, the premium pricing. It's kind of like living living proof. When we started selling that and you were Mm -hmm. selling the shit out of that dry blast, stuff. Yeah. I love that. Well, stuff. yeah. Yeah. But now it's everywhere. So we stopped selling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to be able to price your stuff the same that they do, right? There's just no way you, you just can't compete. You will lose that battle. However, you start with the products they're new you find things that they don't sell like moroccan oil seems to be something they still really have it saturated i mean i've kind of seen a little in like Marshalls, but only like one Mm -hmm. or two they're like one-offs right
0: yeah but like living i'm not even sure how
1: those how those stores get those are you do you know Well, I think some of it's diversion and I think some of it, they just really do by bulk and the brands from when I was talking to, um, John Hefner from dry bar the other day, which was so exciting. I have to say, shout out to John, um, if he hears this, he's awesome. Um, he was saying that even like with dry bar, they're in Marshall's now, because after a certain point, that's the way you scale to the mass market kind of like our services for keratin and extensions eventually it goes to every hairdresser right thinks they're an an expert in that it's kind of the same thing with the products like target because I wonder that like they have the full line of Redken now yeah
0: I've always seen like through social media and stuff like be careful where you buy these brand names Mm -hmm. because they could be like old or expired or like you know like I just I didn't know
1: Yeah. I think that's more like eBay where somebody like maybe a salon Mm. closed and they're selling all their old crap. Yeah. But target, I wouldn't say that that would be old. However, it's not their new stuff. Oh, gotcha. Sure. Like, like, like wet brush. We still sell it, even though I see it at Marshall's for what we pay for at wholesale. However, we get the new designs before Marshall's gets it. So if somebody really cares Mm. about that, We still sell it at the premium price, but we have the brand new products. So it's, again, there's a certain client that wants new the Mm -hmm. iPhone. Think of the people that's in line for for the brand new one, the crazies. They're in every, every sector and they will pay to have it first. Sure. And good for them. We'll make sure that they get the first new hair products because there's, there's a lot people pay for things
0: that are meaningful to them. So if it's an iPhone or if it's their hair they'll pay for it.
1: Well, I do like the new iPhone now. I mean, that's (laughs) nice. (laughs) I didn't wait in line for it, but when my last one broke, I was happy to get the upgrade. Camera's awesome. You know, so I mean, you know, you get what you pay for. So that's true. Okay. So so the more value people think they can get from your product or service, the more you can charge, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about that with our consultation fees. And when I was charging more for them versus now it's all perceived value and what the customer thinks they can get. So basically my thing, what I wanted to leave with is pricing is an issue always in the minds of the salon owner of the stylist and of the front desk team. Where did the pricing come from? You have to get buy-in, but you have to be really careful because margins are slim. And if you don't price your stuff, Properly, you'll either overprice and turn clients away, which then you'll lose profit, or you'll undercut, like we saw with one of our hair things that we did that was way under online that we were charging. But we looked at what we pay, what the value is, and we still set under the online price because that felt comfortable for us. So you really mm-hmm. have to put thought and effort into your pricing. It's so into important pricing,
0: yes. Well, and, and service. your service pricing. That's even, service. to me, you have to charge what you're worth. So
1: that's an even, that's a different story too. That's a whole different story. I didn't even touch on yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other episode. Speaking the get four and a half
0: hours of the wig coloring, you know, I have to charge for that time. I have to charge for what I'm worth. And it's not about how, like might one of my favorite things to touch on that is it's not about that it only took 20 minutes to do the haircut. It's about all the education so that you can do that haircut in only 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Picasso said that about the napkin when he drew the napkin and slide, it, slid it over to the guy. And he said, that'll be a million dollars. And the guy said, a million dollars. And he said, it took me a lifetime to do that to learn that so you know anyway all right so if you would like to go deeper on pricing with myself or Kayla you can visit our website the seven we have a button there where you can get a free um discovery call with us 30 minutes and we can talk to you about different options that we offer and see where we can uh do with your business goals if you got value from this episode and our pricing strategies that we shared today please leave us a review hit subscribe and, um, yeah, I guess we'll do a short one this week. Cause I kind of like, I think I drank too much coffee this morning. So I was just like, bam, 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 bam. That's what I told Ross. I'm like, I think I had too much tea. I was like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. So yeah, well, we'll see you, um, next week. Any parting thoughts, Kayla on, um, pricing
0: charge what you're worth for your services and do what you got to do. <laughs> Exactly. All right. We'll see you next week, guys.